0: You're listening to the Watling and Owen Show.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Watling and Owen Show here on a Friday, January 28th. I know a lot of people probably saw the clock at five, and they're like, "Man, did backwards hat gate end the show? It did not. It did not end the show, and we are back
0: here on Friday for uh, an NFL preview." Yeah. Now, now, Luke is first off. Um, a little quickie today. We've got to be out by 5.30, so actual clock integrity. Right. And second, loop, does this scare you right now? Am I scaring you as I do this? Does this trigger no, you? No, that, that's not the hat you want. Yeah, wore, it is. Bro. This is the hat. Really?
1: It this, this this looks way better the way you this hat sit No, no. I like a bozo put it on like backwards this. again. I look like a moron. Put it on backwards. Put it on backwards again. That looks a lot better than it did on that's the show. That's what I had. A lot better. Still don't respect you, but all it looks right, well, a lot I'm better.
0: taking it off, all right? Alright, you know what?
1: But it was never about the look.
0: Is that better for you? Just broke my TV because you it was
1: It was never about the look. I told you that. It was about the, the integrity of the Whatever. show. I don't want a backward tack kind of guy on the show. This is that my you, show. This is you your show. I'm the one
0: running the things here on, on the Twitch. Okay. So you run. I won't host today. You host. Well I gotta Not I gotta uh, do some stuff here with the uh with our picks that we had uh from last week. So why don't you
1: uh just chat. I have breaking news, Matt. Let's hear it. Breaking news. First of all, I already updated the standings. Oh well, you didn't color code, so, so thanks. No, I didn't. I don't know how to do that. So man works I'm for. I'm very uh man works with Excel yeah, for a, a living. He doesn't know how to do this. Got a race today too, not to flex. Um, the it's not Excel, but that's that's a conversation for a different day. But on the year, Matt. Yeah. If you do not count the doubles and things like that, you are forty-eight fifty and one. Which means one thing. Yeah, you need to win out to to finish
0: above. You finals. know, what's incredible though. That is I'm that's a big dominating deal. in my locks. Then, yes, you. And are. I'll take that. Absolutely I'll take that down. any time of the week. Agreed. Because if I'm not betting five games you'd put a week.
1: More money. On. I'm not
0: betting five games. You know, a weekend. That's just too much for me. So if I just put my locks, I'm making myself money.
1: That's true, but I think it's a great storyline to keep track of. Um, Obviously, for our picks, it's not really going to gonna matter because I'm running away with it, as we all expected. Um, so, there's going to be no, no craziness to end the season, unfortunately. But we've got two good games. And I've been thinking about these games all day today when I was at work, just contemplating what side I wanted to take because I think they're so intriguing. We start with chiefs Uh That's the first game, 3 o'clock. Of course, the Bengals beat the Chiefs just a few weeks ago, too. It wasn't like the Bills-Chiefs game. That was way back. Uh, in the beginning of the year. This was a game that happened in, I believe it was week 17, uh, where the Bengals beat the Chiefs 34-31. to 31, And Jamar Chase had an absolute monster game. 11 catches, 266 yards, three touchdowns. Joe Burrow had 446 yards and four touchdowns. Of course, the end of that game was real interesting. It was when the Bengals refused to kick a field goal. They kept trying to go for it, then finally ran enough clock where they did go for the field goal and win the game. But uh, I wonder, Matt, if, if that – hurts or helps the Bengals, because the Chiefs now go into this game knowing the Bengals can beat them, but if you're the Bengals, you also know you can kind of hang around with the Chiefs. It just,
0: it feels like such a different game come playoff time. Like, coming off of last weekend, you look at the two games that happened, like the Chiefs, even if these teams were was 50-50, right, even if they were the same team, similar style of play, well, you know, they play similar, but like same talent level, same age level sort of thing, like the Chiefs, the way they played against Buffalo it impressed me so much more than what the Bengals did to Tennessee. Like, I guess it's because of who they played, but to get sacked nine times and win a game is an outlier to me. It's a shock. And I just, yes, like, Kansas City being favored by seven doesn't scare me to pick them because of the sacks that they've had of Joe Burrow. Because I think the Chiefs defense can do maybe a little bit more in the sense that they're not going to get torched like they did against Buffalo. And now you have an offense that can control the clock. Whereas, you know, the Chief, the Bengals never saw an elite offense yet this postseason. Right? Derek Carr is very nice, but that offense is not what Kansas City is. And for Tennessee, that offense is is a net negative. Like, that offense loses you points, loses you games. The Chiefs, their offense dominates yeah. in, in single-handedly wins games. I mean, you saw it last week. So that's what I kind of see from this team. It just it feels like home playoff time. You can't look at the regular season when it comes to the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, and the Chiefs are going to be a lot healthier than they were last week on defense. looks like Tyron Matthew, uh, he practiced the last two days. He looks like he's going to play. Rashad Fenton, their number one cornerback, looks like he's going to finally be back. He missed last week as well. And, you know, last week the Chiefs really focused on Stephon Diggs and it worked. Again, Gabriel Davis went off. And if you're uh, the Chiefs, you can't really afford that because T. Higgins is, is more than capable of having a great game. Same with Boyd. Of course, Joe Mixon in the backfield. I, I don't know. There's just this part of me that, that sees the Bengals as this like crazy like Team of Destiny kind of vibe. Like Obviously, the Chiefs got through the Bills, and it felt like whoever won that game was going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, and I think the Chiefs deserve to be seven-point favorites in this game. But it just feels like Cincy always finds a way. You know, Joe Burrow has been absolutely killed. Nine sacks last week. He's been sacked 61 times this year, which is the most ever by a quarterback uh, entering a conference championship game. It's just so crazy that this run the Bengals have been on. It's so impressive, and it all kind of comes back to Joe Burrow. I mean, he really is that dude. Like He had that intangible, that thing that you can't even put a finger on. He has a staff to back it up, don't get me wrong, but there's just something about Joe Burrow that guys just rally around. Like They love playing for him. They love being around him, and I don't know. It seems have carried the Bengals this, Bengals this far, so it's hard to count out any team that's that's made it this far and gone on a run like that.
0: That's fair, and I like what he does with this offense, and they have great receivers. But it's just these are the Chiefs, you know, and I know it's not fair to say, oh, they're the Chiefs and give them a pass. But I'd say the same thing about the Bills, like both sides that that AFC divisional game was basically the AFC conference championship game in in a lot of people's eyes. And I don't think that's fair to the Bengals or to the Titans. But I just don't know what kind of challenge Cincinnati's faced so far this postseason. And, And look, that's a great story. They've got great weapons. But I just think they're a little bit too far away. I mean, you look at what happened with Kansas City in, in Mahomes' first year. He didn't make it to the Super Bowl, did he? They lost to the Patriots. No, right? that was when they lost to New England, right. yeah. So I feel like that's what's going to come from this game is going to be, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow and this team not quite ready to win just yet. You know, they've done some nice things, but they haven't really played the, the best of the best, so sort to of speak. And that's okay. That's not their fault. But when it comes to that, I think that's where you see things change and the dynamic shift. Where could it be a close game? Absolutely. But I sit here and I look at this game, and maybe you shouldn't believe me because I'm apparently below 500 in, in, in picks this week or this year. Not apparently. You are. Allegedly. I just, you I won really, three last week well. really like the Chiefs in this game. You know, like, is there a way that the Bengals win? Absolutely. But it just feels almost Brady esque. How do you go against Mahomes when he has the better team, undoubtedly? like it's not like it's yeah. Brady carrying this team it's Mahomes has a better team
1: i think if that bills chiefs game was maybe like a wild card game and then this was divisional round i could see it being a letdown spot but i don't think the afc championship game is a letdown spot period i mean kansas city is here they're here to stay this is their fourth straight afc conference championship hosted which not even new england has ever done so that that kind of proves their dominance in the afc and obviously, they need a little bit of help from the Bengals to to be able to host this game because otherwise, it would have been Tennessee. And here's a, a fun stat for you, Matt: thirty of the last thirty-four playoff games, the team that has covered has also uh, won the game. So underdogs that cover are winning straight up, uh, and teams that win are also covering. So it, it's almost like you're just picking a winner the way that the NFL playoffs has gone because it's usually a smaller spread. Uh, a lot of underdogs have been able to win games that we as we've seen the last couple of weeks. But I, I just find that really fascinating that. The playoffs it seems like you know the better team
0: is winning and covering so i don't know i think it's interesting that is really interesting because you look at it and say you know if you're a, if you look at it and you say i really like the chiefs but i don't know about the seven that tells me go with the chiefs because they're going to somehow win now seven's a tricky number if i got this at six and a half i would love it yeah but seven with Football that push number. does scare me but Like, when you look at these teams, Luke, like, out of the four teams that are left, the best team is the Chiefs, right? Like, that's not a question.
1: No, and I I also think the worst team is the Bengals. And I I was actually just going to bring that up because, well, when you look at the look-ahead lines, this line is bigger than any potential Super Bowl matchup. Every other Super Bowl matchup is four or under. I think, like, like, uh, Chiefs... Niners might have been like three and a half was like the biggest th- spread or maybe it was rams Bengals. But this is the biggest remaining spread that we're going to see. So I think Vegas loves the Chiefs. Um, and it sounds like you love the Chiefs too. Are we going to save our picks for the end or, or are we going game by game? I guess it doesn't really even matter. No,
0: it doesn't really. If you want to go now, we can. not well, Let me ask you though. Like, where do you stand? Like, do you, are you all in on the Chiefs? It feels like you're a little more hesitant. No, I'm not hesitant. It's just I've been
1: – game ended I said whatever the Chiefs number is I'm taking them and then I've kind of psyched myself out into being like well could this be a field goal game a four-point game that the Bengals hang around in?" but I'm just too worried about their offensive line I'm too worried about them going down I mean they were down uh, a lot against the Chiefs in the first meeting they fought their way back at home but I just think going on the road it's a tough environment so I I like the Chiefs I'm not going to talk myself out of them I'm still going to take them at minus seven um so yeah I'm I'm still rolling with the Chiefs but
0: it's just there's been too much time to second guess myself. That's really the issue. There has been, and it's tough. But I, I agree with you. I'll play, we'll take the, the Chiefs now. I guess it just there's there's just too much good from that team. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. they're so strong, they're so steady that when I look at that team, it's not like they have an awful defense. It's okay. And but that I think yeah. that you look at the Bills. Their their defense is better than the Chiefs, It's better than the Bengals' defense. Right. Yeah, and they can
1: do anything. So yeah,
0: <laughs> what's going to stop the Chiefs from putting up 50 points this game?
1: And I think the other aspect is – and Joe Burrow is awesome. He's obviously taking a lot of sacks. The Chiefs, you know, they would get to Josh Allen, but he would escape. I don't think Burrow has that same escapability, especially the first year off an ACL injury. And in general, it's not the same runner that Josh Allen is. He is athletic. He can make some plays with his feet. But I, I remember last week one of our friends had like Joe Burrow over – 12 rushing yards. He couldn't even hit that. Like he's not a runner like Josh Allen. So I think when he gets sacked in those third and long situations, the chiefs defense is going to have a lot easier time containing him than they did containing Allen. So I like the chiefs minus seven. I hope it's a good game. I'm going to be rooting for the Bengals. Um, But part of me is like, I hope the chiefs blow him out. So I can say that if the bills were in the same situation, they would have done the same thing, even though it might make me even more mad. I, I would
0: be crushed if I were, this is, this is like, Islanders – not even quite to that level. This is even worse probably. Islanders losing to Tampa is probably a step worse than what the Bills did. But, but then you look at it and you say, like, the Lightning are a much better team, you know, comparably than any of the other teams that the Bills would have –
1: Yeah, but it's like that feeling that if you get past, you know, this team, it should be smooth sailing, especially – I think the line probably would have been six and a half, seven if, if this was the Bills in this game in Buffalo. So it definitely sucked. It definitely sucks. But, but you got another uh, – We move on, we carry that's right. That's how, that's how sports work. There's always next year. Uh, Rams 49ers. This is another game that I've been going back and forth in my head about. Rams are three-and-a-half-point favorites. And this is where you almost, you almost hate the hook if you like the Rams. You love the hook if you like the 49ers because this feels like a game. These teams know each other. I think the Rams are the more talented team, but the NFL is a matchup-based league. And the Niners just have a great matchup potential against the Niners because they have a big offensive line. They can kind of push around some of those guys in the Rams D-line. They ran the ball well, and Shanahan has just had McVay's number. They won six in a row against the Rams, including that Week 18 game where they came back from 17 down. Jimmy G, he struggled, but let's remember, that Dallas game, they were running the ball pretty well, and last week, they were in Lambo, snowing, it was kind of a weird game. It's going to be perfect elements, there's going to be a lot of 49ers fans there. Jimmy G's done well against the Rams in the past, so... This is a really interesting
0: matchup between two teams that, that know each other pretty well. Coming into the into the week, Luke, I was all in on the Rams. I loved the Rams. I, it was so juicy. But you know what? I got caught up. Like, hand up, I got caught up in last weekend's game. You know, games, I should say. When you take a step back and look at these teams and look at the way the, the Rams just get smoked every time by the Niners, I mean... Sean McVay's lost to Kyle Shannon the last six times. they faced each other. It, it feels like that's the type of game we're going to see. And you talk about, you know, no you know no tickets being sold outside of Englewood, California. There's, they're still going to be Niners fans. There's still going to be quite a few. They had to change that policy, actually. Did they really? They ended
1: up changing yeah. Dude, it. Yeah. Was, it was clown I show. don't know if they weren't selling enough tickets or they were just getting clowns so much, but they ended up opening it up eventually. I, I didn't know that. That's which, good to know. Which – yeah. I don't think – because who in L.A. is like, oh, yeah, I got to go to this game? No, it's going to be Niners fans and it's going to be Rams fans that probably
0: don't live directly in Inglewood, right.
1: So I, I don't know.
0: But I look at the Rams and it just – everything that comes back to me, Luke, is what we said for a decent bit of the season when they kind of had their lull is, is Matt Stafford a big enough game quarterback? Is this team, you know, right? Do they have that sort of that, – that mean streak? You know, you've got Von Miller, you've got the, the sexy players, but when it gets down and dirty, when you face adversity, can you pull it out? And you know, say what you want. I, I think it was a freak ending to for a, to have Tampa come back and tie it. They did come back and win that game, but how do you lose? How do you go down? You know, three straight turnovers and, and let Tampa capitalize like that. So you kind of can't come. You came away with a good win, but if they did that to Rodgers, imagine what they're gonna do to Matt Stafford. Right, especially if you can kind of get get a lead, even if it's just seven nothing, you know, take the ball away from Cam Akers a little bit. How are the Rams going to come back if you're if you're kind of getting in Matt Stafford's face early? And the Niners run a style that once they
1: go up, they're just going to try to hold on the lead. We saw it against Dallas. I mean, Dallas almost came back, but it's like they're going to get the lead and they're going to sit on the ball. And if you're the Rams, you can get that lead, and they've they've shown that they can cough it away. They almost coughed it away against Tampa. They did cough away against the Niners in Week 18. But all that being said, this is going to be a really fun game. I'm, I'm excited for this one. The Niners are weird because they're like – they're fun to watch, but they're almost not at the same time because they don't have the quarterback, but they have Devo Samuel. They have Elijah Mitchell. Midget- like they have these fun guys on a team that – you know, George Kittle. They have fun guys on defense, but they don't have the quarterback. So it's such a weird kind of game to analyze knowing that Jimmy G is by far the worst quarterback of the four this weekend.
0: But also, is Jimmy G going to be that bad again this, this week? because he's been brutal. I doubt it. But is he this bad? He's going to throw a touchdown. Right? Like they, That's the one thing that yeah. is a big question, is do you see him continuing to be this bad, or can he be average? Can he be neutral, so to speak? Yeah, he's been pretty solid against the
1: Rams in his career. 71.7 7 QBR. He's won all six starts against them, and one of the hot takes on uh, this ESPN article, excuse me, was that Jimmy G would have three touchdown passes. I'm not saying he's, he's going to do that, but there seems to be a lot of people thinking that he's going to be able to bounce back this week. So, I could certainly see it. Um, I don't know. It's a tough one, Matt. It is a tough one. Uh, I know where I lean, and I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns with this one. But,
0: uh, I don't know. Where do you where do you lean? Give me the San Francisco 49ers. I like the matchup. Nice. I like the way they play. I just – I look at this game, and I sit to myself, and I say, do I really think the Rams are going to win this game? Like, do I really think that? After all the the matchup problems that that San Francisco kind of gives, and it'd be a great story, but you know the narrative that I'm kind of pushing in my mind is that Matt Stafford's not that guy. I don't know why it's just what I you know what I mean like you you just kind of get a feeling and it just feels like it's not going to happen. He was great
1: last week. He was great. It wasn't his. And I I
0: picked them like a genius. But
1: that's right.
0: I, I think I think it's time to continue to ride with San Francisco. I got away from them in the playoffs. I'm mad at myself for that. I hope Jimmy G can forgive me You know, if, if he needs me to, to do something for him. I don't, I don't know where. I don't know where I'm going with that. But uh, on that note, yeah, well, give, give, me the, give me San Francisco plus he three. He's a handsome man. man. Very handsome man. He is a handsome Porn man. Porn star Jimmy, if you will.
1: Yes. This is tough for me because I, I did pick the Niners last week, and I did pick the Rams last week. As a man that has a future on the Rams win so the Super Bowl via two weeks ago, Wow. I'm going to take the Rams minus three and a half. I'm, I'm going to take them. Look, Matt, it might be easy to beat a team six times in a row, but can you beat them seven times in a row? <laughs> like, that's the number where it starts to get Lucky crazy. seven, maybe. I I I don't hate your Niners pick at all. I think this could be a field goal game that, that you're going to feel real good about or the Niners just win straight up. But I have to take the Rams. I think they're the better team. I, I Again, I went through the whole spiel about how the the NFL is about matchups, It's not about talent. And, yeah, I'm still going to take the Rams' talent to get them this win, to get them to the Super Bowl. And maybe it's just me wishfully thinking that we get a Kansas City-LA Super Bowl because I think it's a little bit more exciting than uh, seeing the Niners and Chiefs play. We already saw that once, although that was a good game. We've already seen it. Uh, I want that rematch from that Monday night game a few years ago. So I'm going to take the Rams minus three and a half. Luke, do you have any hardwood for
0: us today after dropping to 0-2 last week? Uh, yesterday, I should add. A Fugazi 0-2, no, it's I might add. Not, You can't say it's Fugazi. You gave the pick. You said the you said the Lakers were healthy when LeBron I know. Was, was taken out like I know. five minutes after the clown show. Move. You cost me five dollars.
1: I'm sorry, it was a clown move. I'll try to, I'll try to bounce back tonight. I need to. It might be a funny narrative if I just keep Oh, that was bad. My uh my virtual assistant popped up on my screen. But it might be funny if I just keep losing. But I'm gonna try to win two games today to get back to five hundred. I'm going to college basketball, tried and true. Taking the Rhode Island Dayton under 125 It's a very low number. So you might, you know, say, oh, I want to go over. No, these teams play at a very slow pace. Bottom 15% of the NCAA in terms of pace. Their offenses aren't that great either. Their defenses are both solid. So it's an ugly number, but I like the under 125. Then at 11 o'clock tip on the West Coast. I like the over 119 Boise State against Fresno State. Fresno State. Averages seven more points at home than on the road. So, I think that offense is going to get going. I like over 119. That's just a fun over. It's an 11 o'clock tip. You might have nothing to do. Throw some money on that game and, and watch it go over. So, those are my two hardwood picks. Look, we've both got to be better collectively when it comes to giving these picks. You know, we're great at NFL. We've got to be better at these.
0: Are these picks. lock locks or, is that, or, are they, or are they just like throwing out their picks?
1: No. Did you just hear the research? I, I did. But,
0: like, should I bet these basically?
1: I love the Boise State Fresno State over. I'll tell you that. Under the first one, the uh, taking under one twenty-five is like a plug your nose kind of thing. I do like it, though. so I should. I, do, I, I should I take these. Stays, yeah, I think this game stays in the fifties, sixties. So right. I like these two picks. All right,
0: uh, my picks: Rangers money line at Henrik Lundqvist in the banner night. You got Shesterkin in net, no Adam Fox, but I love the Rangers in this game. Shesterkin is dominant. They're playing the Wild. That's a good team, but when you're getting when you're getting plus money, it's I think it's plus one eighteen. Oh this yeah. Point. I, I love it. it. I, will, I will roll around in, in the Rangers' money line and, and money too with that pick. A pick I also kind of like is kind of you're doubling down. If you No, you love this. The, the Minnesota you you love, uh, team. You said not kind of like. Yeah. So, this Minnesota pick, it's under their goal total, which is two and a half. If you think the Rangers win this game and, and you think that Chesterkin dominates as an ode to Henrik Lundquist, th- that's why I'm making this pick, basically. I think it's an ode to Henrik like Lundquist. It's the storyline. It, you have to expect the Rangers to dominate. You have to expect that Chesterkin's going to play a good game. And they, they got embarrassed last night. So you have to imagine they play better after losing to the Columbus Blue Jackets, who stink. Uh, that's all I got, Luke. Rangers' money line gets you money. And the Minnesota Wild under two and a half goal total.
1: Chesterkin probably hasn't played in most of the Rangers games I've watched. But every time I watch them, it's like, Six to four, so I just get worried. I get worried. You want to see his I, goals I against? I, I think is best game. in the league, Luke. Yeah, I know, but I watched the Hurricanes game that I think he didn't start, and then last night he didn't start, and those are the most two recent Rangers games that I've seen. so He's I got just a get two worried. or seven goals against. That's okay. Third so it's in the kind league. of rate right, rate right in line. You're right. I think he probably channels a little
0: Hank and gets no, it the I like those a picks. Team. They're a good team. And sorry to cut you off, Luke, but I just think that, he like you said, he's channeling Henrik Lundqvist to to get this dub and. If you're with me on that one, Luke, that's great. If you, can't, if you can't take two picks, I understand as well. But I'll be betting both of those on FanDuel for myself.
1: All right. I love it. I'm definitely on the Rangers. I'll, I'll think about that Minnesota on both of my plays as well. I'm not a fraud. Uh, that'll do it for the Watling and Owen Show. We'll be back on Tuesday to break down the conference championship game. See who's in the Super Bowl, and we'll talk everything New York sports. Thanks for hanging out with us here on the Wattling and Owen Show.